Hello and welcome to the commentary for lesson 338. This is 2 Kings chapter 7 verses 3 through 20. So this was a good reading, but it was pretty straightforward. I didn't do really any digging because um, I think it was, I don't know, there really wasn't, there was a couple things that stood out to me, but for the most part, there really wasn't any big burning questions that I had. So um, but we start out with four lepers sitting at the entrance of the city gates, and I'm assuming that they're talking about Samaria because the next section is about Samaria, and that's how the story plays out. So apparently they're sitting there in a very desperate situation where they're going to starve to death. Um, they are, that city is having a famine, and we know that from our last lesson, and they say basically... Why are we sitting here waiting to die? I think they're kind of in that place where it's just they're so desperate at this place that they're just tired of sitting around waiting to die. And so they say, you know, if we go back to the city, we're going to starve. If we stay here, we're going to starve. Um, let's just run into the enemy and either they'll capture us and feed us and put us in jail or they'll kill us. Either way, we would have died anyway. Um, that makes me think sometimes people are so desperate. You know, I think about if you were in such a desperate state, maybe you had medical issues, mental issues, and you were starving and you came up with an idea to rob a bank because, hey, if you, if you succeed, then you'll have money to feed yourself and take care of necessities. But if you get caught, then at least you'll go to jail and you'll get three square meals a day and a place to lay your head at night. So, I just think that that's where they're at. They're in this state of desperation. So anyways, um, so they end up heading down to the camp of the Arameans. And when they get to the camp, no one's there. And this is what I love. In verse 6, it says, For the Lord had caused the Aramean army to hear the clatter of speeding chariots and the galloping of horses and the sounds of a great army approaching. So they panicked and ran into the night, abandoning their tents, their animals, everything else as they fled for their lives. So I love that, you know, God already caused this to happen. He knows what what the four lepers are going to do, and he clears the way for them. Just like he's, you know, in the Old Testament, earlier in the Old Testament, he cleared the enemy out before him as they took the promised land. And so here we see that again. And I love that Something as simple as God making them hear sounds of things that weren't even there. Like I say so often, he does not have to follow the physics, the laws of physics that we do. And our rules don't apply to him. So I, I love that's kind of a creative way for God to do that. And it was very effective. It's a simple thing, um, but it worked really well. So by the time the lepers get to the edge of camp... It says they in verse 8, they go into one tent after another, eating and drinking wine. And then they carry off silver and gold and clothing and hid it. Now that's our human condition, right? That might be a our natural instinct, our sinful instinct. But in verse 9, it says, finally, they said to each other, this is not right. You ever get that feeling when you're doing something and you just feel it in your gut? This is not right. And then you need to look at it more closely and figure out what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then devise a new plan. 
based on what is right, what you know is right. So they say this is a day of good news and we aren't sharing it with anyone. We call it karma sometimes, but I don't know if, I mean, that's not obviously a biblical word, but they say if we wait until morning, some calamity will certainly fall upon us. See, they know that they're doing wrong and that they, and they know that because of their selfish desires and their sinful nature, that they will be punished by God. And they know that. And so they quickly see the error, address the error in judgment. They correct it and move forward. And we can learn from that. And so I love how they handled that. Um, so they go back to the city. They alert the gatekeepers of this, you know, abandoned camp. And the king of Samaria, and again, this is in North Israel, remember, he jumps to the conclusion that this is a trap, which seems like a safe assumption, right? Because he doesn't know that God created all those sounds to get the enemy to run off. Um, so it seems like a natural conclusion that you could think that was a trap. And so they, um, he talks it over with his officials. They decide, the king decides to send out scouts to see what had happened to the Aramean army. Um, they discover that in fact it was truly abandoned and they all rush out there to plunder the camp. Um, verse 16 says, Then the people of Samaria rushed out and plundered the Aramean camp. So it was true that five quarts of choice flour were sold that day for one piece of silver, and ten quarts of barley grain were sold for one piece of silver, just as the Lord had promised. And we remember that, don't we? In our last lesson, we just read that. That that was what the man of God predicted would happen. That's what he prophesied. In fact, remember when Elisha said that, the officer responded really sarcastically and really disrespectfully. He said that couldn't happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. And Elisha's response was, you will see it happen with your own eyes, but you won't be able to eat any of it. So here we see very quickly, very swiftly that the Lord came through on his promise in a way that was obvious to everyone around. Verse 17 says the king appointed his officer to control the traffic at the gate, but he was knocked down and trampled to death as the people rushed out. So that happened. So that's pretty straightforward, like I said, and I'm not going to waste your time because um, that's really it for this lesson. So, um, but definitely, like I said before, the, the takeaway is certainly that, you know, when we get that feeling in our gut that something's not right, just like the lepers in the enemy camp did as they were starting to take these things secretly and and they were just falling to their sinful nature of trying to take all of these things, the silver and gold, and hide them. And they recognized it and they identified it and they corrected it. So that's definitely the takeaway and we would do well to learn from their example. So that's really it for today. I hope you all have a great day and I will talk to you soon.